It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 22, the top of the hour, Valley's Morning News. I'm Wes Carroll. I'm Scott Miller. Dr. Sean Cruzen from Columbus State university's coca-cola space science center joins us good morning sean yes i do good morning guys it's good to be here today it is a great day to have you in the studio every day is a great day to have you in the studio every day is a great day to be here space we have a good time on this show spacex announces new plans for starship and launches uh, or starship launches from the kennedy space center which is big right yeah man you know this whole uh, we were talking over the last couple of weeks about Starhopper, mm-hmm. and first it didn't hop and then it did hop. So if you remember that story, Starhopper is a prototype for Starship. And Starship, now new plans announced by SpaceX, looks like it'll be launching from historic launch pad 39A of the Kennedy Space Center. This one has hosted both moon launches and shuttle launches of various varieties and now could host the first ever 100-passenger reusable vertically landing starship which when you get down to that you know description of it it's kind of gives me a little little chill in my spine a little lump in my throat absolutely i want to see that thing in my lifetime so go elon i want to come down to kennedy space center and watch a launch of a 100 passenger vertically take off vertical landing starship capable of taking human beings to another planet that, ladies and gentlemen, is what was just announced in new plans. Now, we know this, we know the spaceship was coming, but the fact that they're going to build manufacturing facilities and launch facilities at Kennedy Space Center, just That's really cool. That's the new news. Very, and it's been cool a stuff. minute since we have launched people from U.S. soil. It's been, been a while, yes. <laughs> it's been a couple of minutes. So that was the uh, 2011, yeah. the last space shuttle launch. So this is 2019, nearly a decade. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember when our president said, we're going to go to the moon in a decade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we haven't launched people in nearly a decade. So we're pushing on up toward that one. But but hopefully that's also coming to an end. Good signs for the Orion spacecraft as they're uh, they're making great strides on that. And we're, we're looking hopefully toward soon launching people again from the Florida coast. Possible ice water ice on the moon and mars that the uh, polar craters could be uh, showing us something right yeah there's lots of cool stories this morning that we're going to say why is that important so so the idea is that not only is there water ice in these craters we've talked about that before on this show but now we can recognize which craters hold the ice and that's really the important part so they did comparative research at ucla between observations taken by the lunar reconnaissance orbiter of the moon and the messenger spacecraft of Mercury, and the moon and Mercury are very similar in many ways, and they found that, yes, indeed, they have located slabs of water ice buried in these shallow craters, but the interesting thing is now they can figure out which craters by just looking at the crater. The ones with shallow walls, in other words, not steep-sided walls, but kind of gently sloping walls, those craters tend to hold water ice better than their cousins with the steep walls. So now just by looking at 
uh, a photo of just the craters themselves. You don't have to do all the other detection methods to figure out which ones have water. Looks like we have good candidates for which craters can hold that water ice. Why is that important? Well, if we were going to go to the moon, you might want some water to drink. You might want the oxygen in the water to breathe. You might want to combine the hydrogen and oxygen in the water to make fuel or electricity. All is possible. So so finding water resources uh, potentially for, for future astronauts on these worlds, extreme, well, maybe not Mercury, but m- more the moon, extremely important for humans actually going there. I'm not sure we're going to send a human mission to Mercury anytime soon. Oh, not, the, come not, on. not in the daytime, anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go in the day. Come yeah. on. Why would Which we send about 59 days? <laughs> people to Mercury? That would be great. Yeah. Uh, light sail, too, working. Hey, light sail. That's another cool. Why is this important? Light sail is a little, it's a microsat, a small satellite sent up by the Planetary Society that basically unfurled something that looks like a window shade for your automobile. You know, one of those windshield shades? Mm-hmm. I can That's always kinda, open them. Getting them closed yeah, is always the Getting challenge. them back in the pouch is just really hard. <laughs> and apparently that would be hard on the spaceship too, but they're not going to do that. They're just going to leave it unfurled because light sail actually powers itself, not by solar energy, but by just the pushing force of light. Think about that. The momentum of photons is what pushes light sail forward, which is it's really a cool idea. It's the ultimate solar-powered vehicle, it is, right? It is, indeed. Because there's it, no battery involved. Nope. It does not have to convert solar energy into electricity. It simply gets a push from the force or the momentum transfer of light particles, which is really cool. The neat thing is, not only did it deploy its sail, it's working. So it actually did an orbital transfer, which requires energy. It has to get up to a higher orbit. In other words, it has to climb up in our gravitational field. That maneuver was successful with just the power of being pushed by light. That's a neat development for the future yeah, really of spacecraft is. exploring the solar system. Earth, and not just uh, well, spacecraft, and especially uh, when we able to send uh, things for deep exploration, and that's the key, isn't it? You get them, you get them going fast while they're in the solar system, yes. and then they just coast out to the nearest star, which is really cool. Earth's last magnetic pole flip may have taken longer than we thought. Oh, that's an interesting point. So a new team of scientists say Thank you. the last time it went from South Pole to North Pole, North Pole to South Pole. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the rotational pole. Don't think the Earth is flipping over. It's the magnetic field of the Earth, right? With the thing that drives your compass. May have taken 22,000 years. That's hey, leave my compass out of this. <laughs> I didn't know you drove one. <laughs> anyway, so the, the 22,000 years is what it may have taken to do that flip. Now, why is that important? Why do we care? Well, the whole time it's flipping, our Earth's magnetic field is kind of down. In other words, it's weakened and in a in a state that's not really uh, all that strong. Dogs and cats living together. Your compass Mass work. hysteria. Why yeah. does any of that matter? Well, it matters for a lot of reasons, but the biggest one is because it no longer blocks the solar radiation that is deadly. So one solar Important. flare could eradicate life on Earth if it was properly... Uh, directed and high enough magnitude so it's bad to have the earth's magnetic field down for maybe up to twenty-two thousand years so this is kind of an interesting story we'll be watching developments as they investigate that one further you can watch the moon make a close sky pass near jupiter uh friday yeah for all you sky watchers sky enthusiasts have been watching for a while a show taking place in the southeastern sky and the southwestern sky right after sunset as jupiter is just dominating the sky right now absolutely beautiful if you don't know what that is 
It's a planet. No, I don't, if you don't know how to find it in the sky, watch the sunset, and then as you see the twilight over, you know, over the Chattahoochee River, looking over Alabama, you will notice one whale of a bright star that's not really a star. That's the planet Jupiter. And just to the left of that, the planet Saturn. So Jupiter and Saturn both in that early evening sky, and the moon is going to help point it out. Friday evening, going into the weekend, you can enjoy a beautiful Friday evening, sky gazing, watching the moon drift by the planet Jupiter on Friday evening. What is the Methuselah star? <laughs> That's a really, isn't that a cool name? It is. It's perfect. It's it, a star that NASA they say, didn't come up with that one, did they? It, no, no, they didn't. That was probably an astronomer being <laughs> creative to mm-hmm. get headlines. Hey, guess what? We're going to talk about this story. All right, so there is a star called the Methuselah star, HD 140283, for those of you who are keeping track. HD is the Henry Draper catalog, by the way. I actually knew what that was. All right, so, but, but for some stars like man, that. High definition. Have I been doing it wrong uh, on my TV for all these years? You know, and yeah, it's the Henry Draper high definition television. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Anyway, so the Methuselah star is estimated to be 14.5 billion years old. It's really, really old. Now, wait kind a minute. Kind of like the biblical story of Methuselah. Yep. So, wait right. a minute. Uh, the universe is 13.8 billion years what? old. What? When did this happen? How, do, how, does, how does this work? Yeah. So, the, the recent estimates, and they've been revised, and they apparently believe, the scientists believe that these are highly accurate measurements for the age of the universe, 13.8 billion years. Well, see, I can tell things like this because I'm a scientist. Those numbers are in conflict. Mm. You can't have a star that's older than the universe because where did it grow up and go to school? <laughs> right? If the star is 14.5 billion years old here, and you? the entire universe is only 13.8 billion years old, apparently it's not from around here. So His parents are still sitting in the pickup line. That's what's going on. <laughs> First day of school. <laughs> Which is about 13.8 yeah. billion years. Yeah. Anyway, so... The idea is that there's there's there needs to be some more science done. One of those measurements is not right. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting problem. They're going to be looking into it. Uh, speaking of uh, back to school, a lot of schools back to school this week, and uh, you guys will be uh, housing a lot of students, yeah, we're bringing them in. We're preparing for the students to all come back to the Space Science Center. We're looking forward to having those students. Also, our Columbus State University students who are coming down for our astronomy courses will be coming back to Space Science Center soon. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a free weekend, you can still see our new NASA uh, artifacts that are on display. There are Apollo artifacts from Apollo 15. Uh, Dave Scott, the commander, donated some stuff to us through his brother Tom. Come down and check those out and all the great things at our uh, institution. Check out our webpage, www.ccssc.org, charlie, charlie, sam, sam, charlie.org, or give us a call at the info line, 706 649 1477. Please don't write that down if you're driving. Always great to see you, Sean. Thanks, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.